Hey fishies, welcome to another episode of Anti-Wombat's Bible Class. Remember that this show can't happen without your questions, so please, you can leave voicemail or text 415-504-2289. You can direct message me on Instagram at Wombatalim, on Twitter at the underscore Wombat. You can ask me anything on Tumblr, I'm Wombatalim over there. You can send me a message from the Anti-Wombat's Bible Class Facebook page. Any of those are acceptable. I will keep your identity confidential. But if you really want to remain anonymous, I recommend heading over to Tumblr because you can send anonymous questions there. Please also spread the word, share the link with your friends, post it on social media, uh, shout it from the rooftops, maybe not that last one, and subscribe in your podcast app. All those things help. I only had one question today, and that was tips for polyamorous relationships, which um, I'm going to broaden to various non-monogamous relationship types because it's pretty much the same stuff there. So there's definitely a few things that are important in any relationship, um, but all that goes doubly, triply, ten times uh, as much for non-monogamous ones. The first is uh, communication. You need to be able to talk to your partner. Uh, Make sure you're on the same page. A lot of times people will think they're talking to each other, other, but they're really misunderstanding each other. So it's not just talking to your partner. It's not just listening to your partner. It's also making sure that you understand each other. Very, very important. Important in any relationship, but even more so when you're talking about a non-monogamous one. Honesty is important. First and foremost, you need to be honest with yourself. And that is something that is surprisingly difficult. Um, But start there. Um, also remember that being honest doesn't necessarily mean you're, doesn't mean being unkind. Um, you can be honest with something, someone without insulting them, without hurting their feelings. And then there's the subject of white lies. Um, for most people, um, when you're dealing with small and consequential things, uh, white lies are considered acceptable. Some people prefer radical honesty. So make sure you know your partners. Communicate with your partners. Um, You know, it's a tough call there. But if it's not inconsequential, then stick to being honest. And like I said, don't be unkind, but do be honest. And sometimes honesty hurts, but try to be, you know, at least compassion about it, I guess is the best way to put that. Another key factor is respect. You need to respect boundaries. You need to respect autonomy. Your partner is their own person. They do not have the same motivations as you. They do not necessarily have the same desires as you. And we hope there's enough overlap that the two of you can get along. But it's not going to be identical and you need to respect that. So those are the basics for making any relationship runs smoothly. And like I said, for non-monogamous relationships, those become even more important because otherwise there is even more room for misunderstanding. Next, I'll talk a bit about negotiation, which is a part of um, any non-monogamous relationship when you work out uh, what your mutual boundaries are. Um, So when you're talking to a partner about this, you need to present what you want out of the arrangement what your boundaries are, and allow your partner to do the same. And then find some common ground. Agree to the ground rules. 
uh, if you find yourself struggling to follow the rules, um, try to talk to your partner about adjusting them before you break them. If there's one rule that's particularly difficult for you to follow and you find yourself tempted repeatedly, um, it's better to talk to your partner and say, hey, I'm having trouble with this. Can we renegotiate that? It's better to do that in advance than to, um, you know, just break the rule and especially better than not telling them about that. But it's generally less hurtful for all parties involved if you talk about it first and be upfront. You're struggling. You're having trouble keeping this rule. What can we do? If you do break a rule, talk to your partner about it afterwards. Um, you know, uh, apologize um, and don't assume you're not going to do it again. Talk about making those same adjustments. You know, if you broke it once, it will probably be hard for you to keep it in the future. So talk about it. Make those adjustments. Um, check in occasionally and talk about what's working for you and what isn't. Even if you're not in danger of breaking a rule, it's important to occasionally check in and make sure you know, your needs haven't changed, your emotions haven't, your emotional state hasn't changed. Um, it's important to make sure that the rules you set out are working for everyone. You know, things can be adjusted, after, you know, down the road. Your first set of rules are not necessarily set in stone if they're not working for you. Um, or, you know, a lot of times, especially when people are new to non-monogamous um, relationships, things can unexpectedly um, be problematic like when you're talking about it in the abstract you don't think this is going to be a problem for you but then when it actually happens it becomes a problem and then that's another thing you know if you find that you're following the rules and your partner's following the rules but something that's within the rules turns out to give you a very strong negative reaction that's worth talking about too um, don't wait for it to be a huge issue and try don't put the blame on your partner if they're acting within the rules. It's not their fault that your emotions happened. You know, have your emotions, but also own your emotions. Say, hey, I thought this wouldn't be a problem, but it turns out that it is. Can we talk about it? Um, reassurances also are very important in um, a non-monogamous relationship. They're important in any relationship, but you know, you need to reassure your partner. That, that they're important, assuming we're talking about, you know, someone you're in a committed relationship with. Um, the newer you or your partner are to uh, non-monogamous relationships, the more often you should check in. If you're both really experienced, you have a pretty good idea of what works and what doesn't for you personally. And, you know, it's still good to check in every once in a while, but there will probably be fewer adjustments if you have a better idea of what you are comfortable with up front. Um, you can also learn to differentiate between not now and not ever. Um, sometimes there are things you don't want to do initially, but you'll warm up to them later. And there are some things that will just absolutely never be okay. You might not know which is which at first, but when you can identify those things, do identify those things. If there is something you know you will never be okay with, then, you know, you make a boundary around it, make a rule around it, say, I know this is never going to be good for me. You cannot cross this line. You know, 
like I said, we don't always know which is which up front. Um, but if you're honest with ourselves, yourself and your partner, um, you can adjust and renegotiate as you find out. And finally, the hard truth is sometimes you will come to an impasse where one partner absolutely requires something to be satisfied and the other partner absolutely can't do it. Um, you can, if you find yourself in this situation, you can set a period of time, say maybe a year, um, to see if either partner shifts their position on this, but you need to acknowledge that you might be incompatible if you find yourself in this situation. And if that time limit you give yourself expires and you're both in the same place, it's probably time to let the relationship go or at least shift the model to something where that impasse is not an issue and that won't always be possible. Um, uh, depending on what kind of impasse it is, what kind of relationship you're in, you know, by saying shift your relationship relationship model, I do mean back off, become less committed, if that makes sense. And that might not be a thing that you can do. And you have to be okay with that. You have to learn that these impasses can happen. And that means you are long term, not compatible. And hopefully, you can both, you know, acknowledge that there is this thing that makes you not right for each other in the long term, and that's okay. Maybe you need some time afterwards, but hopefully you can be friends because it's not like a hardcore personality conflict. It's not like a toxic relationship. This is one of those things you do occasionally just hit a wall um, with people, and it's no one's wrong, no one's right. It's just incompatible. Um, and it's, it definitely is better to acknowledge those things sooner rather than later and, you know, end things before you can build up a whole lot of resentment one way or the other, because resentment will kill a relationship super fast. I mean, even if you're still technically in a relationship, it, it's kind of dead without, a, with, you know, barely a heartbeat keeping it going. And it's, not fun to be in one of those even if you're not the one who's resentful it's not fun so because you can give yourself a time limit see if you guys can figure it out but once that time limit is up it's time to call it a day and that is my show for this week remember I do absolutely need your questions if I want to keep if you want me to keep doing this um, voicemail text instant message uh, you can also you know, share this with your friends, post on social media, get the word out, get more people listening. Thanks for listening. I'll talk at you next week. Stay safe.